the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with my friend Rufus Edmonston and Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut, is with us. And uh, we're so, so glad for, for all of that. 919-860-9783. Uh, and we're going to talk to the folks at the State Farmer's Market coming up here in a moment. You know, the pollen that we've got out there has has been miserable. And how many bumpy roads uh, have you encountered in Raleigh, in Wake County, lately, and all over the place? Uh, they're working on them. And, uh, but it's taking a toll on a lot of vehicle suspension systems, uh, as, as good as, as they are built, as well as they are built. It's, it's more than just <coughs> annoying. It can cause uneven wear on your tires which can reduce the the life of the tires and it's a it's a good idea to have your alignment checked at king's auto service we don't we don't do that we may have a a balance uh, every few thousand miles but not the alignment and that that can make make a lot of difference whether you're racing cars or um, where you want them cattywampus kind of or you want uh, want them a little straighter like you would on the normal road. Now, this can be uh, done during your regular checkup at King's because they can check everything, along with the tire rotation. You'll be safer on the road, get that maximum life out of your car's tires. And for those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or some other type of hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement because that will happen at some point out there. And um, you know, they, they can do it for less than the dealer will charge for replacement. And this, this may occur an average of 150,000 miles, but it could go a lot longer than that too. So uh, when this happens, when you notice it, uh, be sure and, and get them checked out. Better still, make sure you get the car throughout its life checked at King's. King's Auto Service. Call them on Monday. Schedule a courtesy battery analysis or anything for your car. King's Auto Service. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Billy Howe's out at the uh, 
out of the State Farmer's Market. Billy, how are you today? Nice morning, isn't it? It is beautiful outside. Yeah. And uh, we're enjoying some some strawberries here this morning, thanks to to uh, Nelson Cox. Uh, I'm sure you still have some strawberries. So what kind of season has it been? It has been a kind of sporadic season. Come mm-hmm. start out very, very uh, plentiful, and then we had a couple of cold snaps, kind of slowed things back down, and then back. But we have had strawberries every day since it started. Wow! In abundance out here, so. What about uh, blueberry season is um, has started and We've got some uh, blueberries. What what other kinds of fruits do you have? Uh, have you gotten you haven't gotten peaches yet, have you? Uh, we do have some peaches. They're from Ooh. lower um, the bottom of the state line, like Anson County. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah, down around Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That's well, usually uh, I think that's usually where y'all get them them from in that area, and then it'll we'll start getting them from the. From the Sand Hills of North Carolina, and uh, that's uh, yeah, that, that's a good good crop. I, I think it's a little easier to grow in this part of the state than uh, apples, for instance. I think Correct. we have a little bit better better chance. Uh, apples grow much better up in in um, Hendersonville, uh, in the mountains, Wilkes County. Yes, Wilkes County. Yeah, but, uh, uh, one of our big apple growers is from Alexander County. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's right. I've gotten gotten apples from them. I always uh, love love the um, the black Arkansas. I like them a little tart and hard. Um, the stamen wine saps I love. So yeah, good good source uh, for fruit out of the state farmers market. What about vegetables? Uh, we've got some um, straight neck squashers coming off now, and um, sugar snaps and garden peas. Uh, I had some uh, Melissa fix some squash from the farmers market the other night, and they were they was so good. She puts a little onion, a little bacon grease in there. Whew. I know it's not as healthy, but my goodness, <laughs> as, as Gerald Adams says, it makes your eyeballs roll back in your head. <laughs> uh, there you go. Make a bulldog break a log and change. <laughs> there you go. So. Uh, so what what else do you have under the farmer sheds this morning? So we have some zucchini and potatoes and onions mm-hmm. and uh, some bell peppers and cauliflower. What about uh, plant-wise? What do you have? That, uh, I think this building number two is filled up with plants now, right? Uh, it, it is um, really, really close to being full. I think we have maybe two small spaces that's left open in there um, as far as plants. Um, now you want me to list all these plants because they have a bunch down there. Well, you don't have to list them all, but uh, oh, okay. pick out pick out some of the ones that uh, maybe you've seen that you like. I'm sure sure hydrangeas are are looking really good. Hydrangeas are beautiful, um, great. There's some pink ones down there uh, where the flower was probably eight to ten inches in diameter. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just a wow factor when you walk through there and you see that bright pink or that blue just jump out at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rose bushes have been pretty. Um, I, in fact, I bought my wife a purple rose from down there for Mother's Day. Uh, I've just got to get somebody to come to the house with a shovel and plant that thing. <laughs> well, Billy. Uh, Bless your heart. Rufus volunteered. You, you take one hand and put it on the bottom part of the shovel and the other hand and put it on the top part. And then stand on the hoe. Yeah. 
I will try to figure this thing out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a real a prize. <laughs> I, I know. It's, uh, it's something you have to sit down and deliberate about for a while. Right, uh, Billy? Uh, yes. About it's digging. Any, any kind of digging. It's an acquired taste, I believe. <laughs> well, you get you an auger. Portable auger. So um, uh, we had a lot. Of, I was going back to what we had down there. I saw some peach trees down there and uh, Japanese maples. There was a quite a few Japanese maples to pick mm-hmm. from down there. Different heights, different widths, yeah. different shapes. They were beautiful. Um, all types of bushes, shrubs. We still have um, vegetable plants. Gerald was down there. This morning, he's still got tomato plants and pepper plants. and um, Yeah, he's supposed to be on with us next week, so I guess he's about to wrap up things. He, he said that he was getting closer to the end of uh, what he grew this winter. So. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah grew, he grew a lot of stuff. People don't realize, you know, you come out here to the market and you grab that tomato plant. Well, it didn't start there. You know, it started in a greenhouse out on farm. That's right. All of that stuff. And sit there and baby, and it takes a long time to get that little plant to where mm-hmm. it's at. That's right. What about up in the market shops? What do you got up there? I got some three, two, one coffee. I know that. We do, and we have um, the uh, State Farmers Market Grill up there. We've got the crispy pops. Those um, popped um, look like a rice cake. They make them right here on the site. Uh huh. Um, in fact, they're not going to be making them here this weekend because they're at the Got the BNC Festival. That's right. Uh, Commissioner Troxler's uh, big festival out at the state fairgrounds that uh, he loves so much. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be out there and it'll be, uh, for a change, really good weather. Quite often it's hot, but uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be really nice mm-hmm. today. So. Maybe what's that? How about that fake ice cream up there? That fake ice cream? Yeah, they still got that stuff up there. So. Well, it you know it's it's ice it's um it's ice that and they put fruits in it so it's nutritious. Now, I'm not talking about the the nice little folks. Oh, he's talking about snowflakes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I'm talking about down there at the ice cream shop. Uh, <laughs> that's not and fake ice cream. They've got some little beads like BBs. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little yeah. dots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess some of us. Yeah, I bet it'd be hard to keep those things on a cone. We were talking about that last <laughs> week. So, so did you? Did you go out there and inspect, Rufus? <laughs> I did. I wanted. I, I wanted to see what. The, and I, I. I tried them, uh-huh. and it's it's uh-huh. sort of a, a little thrill. Give you a little thrill. <laughs> if you, if you, well, yeah. if all you, God's children need a little thrill. Huh? So that's uh, that's it, where you get sort it. Sort of like eating be, sweet BBs. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, what's the difference in that and sprinkles? A lot. Oh, okay. Sprinkles are good. Yeah. Yeah, my son likes sprinkles. So, uh, whatever. What, what else? Uh, we've got Rufus dog in there. <laughs> we got Rufus dog in no there. No sprinkles on that. <laughs> unless you request them. I little ice cream balls sprinkled on there. No yeah. Dip yeah. and dot. Maybe some mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> Nelsa, Nelsa doesn't like mayonnaise. Nope. Oh. Nope. Yeah. Got to taste the tomato. Don't ruin it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah. Uh, but you got all the old-fashioned sodas and mm-hmm. all products uh, there in Bo's place from salves to candy to uh, little tubes of honey. 
That's what you need after digging it, digging all day. It's a little salve. You get that rose in the ground, and then you then you apply the salve. Well, Billy, I, I do have a real serious question. I am sure that somebody there handles chair wine because I'm looking for some chair wine for a party I'm having. Mm-hmm. Are you from? Uh, do you know if they have any down there in the shop? I'm I'm pretty sure Bo's place has chair wine. Chair wine from Cherville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North Carolina product. Good stuff. Absolutely. Salisbury. And make some barbecue with some cheer wine sauce. Well, yeah. that's sort of what I was thinking of. How about yeah, that? I, I've tried those uh, cheer wine cakes. They're pretty good, too. Yes. They kind of taste like a Dr. Pepper, don't they? No. Yep. No? no? It tastes like cheer wine. You think it tastes like medicine, but cheer wine does not. Okay. Yeah. You'll like it, Michael. All right. <laughs> I, have, I I honestly have never tried one. I'm I'm sorry. I have never tried they, one. Never so tried a cheer wine? I look, I look forward to... Oh I have my my preferences. Growed uh-huh. up, growed up around racing, and hadn't tried a chair oh, we wine. Had, we had Sundrop. That's what that's Dale. Good. That's what Dale Earnhardt drank. Sundrop, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, and that's what we had in, in Rockamount. You're a Fresca man. Fresca, yeah, Fresca is uh, very tasty and, and no calories. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to a chair wine. Chair wine. We'll try to have one here. All right. Do that and stop and get you a Rufus dog and a cup of coffee and cheer wine and then go down to the bakery. Yeah. <laughs> then you might need some bicarbonate <laughs> and salve. <laughs> I don't know. Eating all that. So, uh, yeah. Um, and you've got uh, the two restaurants there, uh, the bigger restaurants, the, the Farmer's Market Restaurant and the Seafood Restaurant. I went in there morning before last, Thursday morning. I had to go out to RDU and I come back and went up there for breakfast early yeah. in the morning. Got me a piece of country ham and a biscuit. And the biscuit, you know, is huge. Yeah. And then they brought me out a piece of country ham where it filled up like the whole plate. Yep. And then a little bowl of uh, grits off to the side. Right. I took some of it with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to do that, but it sure is good. Yeah, I haven't good. had a bad meal out there. And yeah. the seafood restaurant, uh, they, they give you plenty there, too. Yeah. They do. Kemp's got some good seafood. Kemp knows how to fix seafood. Sure yeah. does. And, uh, you know, then those French fries are good, too, mm-hmm. that they have. Home fries. Home fries. You'll take a little home there, too. Yeah, yeah oh, you definitely. You, you prepare to do that. Great. Well, Billy, I, I want to tell you about a breakfast up there. That I think is just you got to be a, a big eater to do it. The sausage, gravy, and biscuits. They put they take two biscuits, cut them open, pour about a half a gallon of gravy on the top of the biscuits, overlapping on the plate. Uh-huh. And if you can eat it, you're a man. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. At the right. farmers market restaurant. That's what you recommend in, instead yes. of uh, Commissioner Graham's. So uh, so today t- up there at the uh, restaurant, they've got country ham steak, fried chicken, barbecue chicken, fried pork chops, chicken salad, which is homemade, probably some of the best chicken salad in eastern North Carolina. True. And uh, baked chicken with stuffing, uh, chicken fried steak, stuffed bell peppers, uh, barbecue pork ribs, and smothered pork chops. And that ain't just counting their hot dogs and hamburgers and everything else they have over there. Yeah, and the breakfast. Yeah, and breakfast. 
So, uh, yeah, you, if you want to eat, that the farmer's market is a great place to uh, to buy cooked or, uh, or or a lot of the vegetables that uh, and fruits that you don't you have to prepare at home. So, uh, yeah, you got lots of things like going to the fair every week. Go to the state farmer's market. So for the Ferris wheel, which uh, they may get at some point. Uh, well, maybe so. got, they got a pig up there. They got them a pig? They got a pig up there. We got two of them. Two pigs, that's right. Two pigs and what, one or two horses up there. Yeah. And them old tractors. Yeah. How about that? You know, a lot of people don't know what them old tractors are. They come here and just look at them. They ain't got no idea what that thing is. About that's like right. A <laughs> Commissioner Troxler knows. Yeah, he old knows tractor. He knows about old tractors. All right, Billy. Well, uh, you got, um, got the uh, market... Well, 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 Billy, uh, is Gerald there again today? Yeah, 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 he is. Okay, I don't know whether Gerald has any left, but last week, the Rufus Tomato, which, by the way, has grown, <laughs> grown out of the cage. Yeah, Melissa's is growing pretty well, Just too. Just incredible. Uh, last week, he said, if anybody will come up and say, Rufus sent me, he will give you a Rufus Tomato. So, yeah, I didn't try one. Is, is this first year he's had him, Rufus? Yes, sir. Yes, it, it took a lot of development in his Frankenstein laboratory to come up with a Rufus yeah, I, tomato. Yeah, I did a lot of blood transfusions on that thing. <laughs> I, I was wondering how that thing got so dark green because it's, it's a really nice looking plant. Yeah, it is. Very sturdy looking. Uh, yeah. Rufus is sturdy. <laughs> Good genes in that tomato. So, uh, yeah, uh, Market Imports is there, and that, that's a, a great place to, to buy something uh, for for the yard or, you know, a lot of stuff for the yard. You can put them bird baths in your house as you want to. Well, I, I suppose hey, so. Dan yeah. doesn't, doesn't mind where you put them at. What yeah, you wherever you want them. So uh, you might have a fountain in your house. You might have a fountain like they used to have at uh, the old cafeteria at Cameron Village. Oh, yeah. I used to love that when I was a kid. Yeah. So uh, whatever you want to do, and uh, super sods out there, and a lot of other things at the State Farmer's Market. Billy, I appreciate talking to you always, buddy. All right. I enjoy it. Y'all come see us. We'll do it. We shall. We shall. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Is your lawn looking a little ragged and oh, maybe feeling soft and squishy? Have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have your plants been devoured by voles? Stop the damage with Imus Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Imus Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. Imus Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. It's safe to use around your family and pets, and it's eco-friendly. Many products that kill moles and voles can have the undesirable effect of killing other animals too, but not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't unintentionally harm other animals, pets, or birds. Put an end to moles and voles in your garden with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent in the big orange bag. Imos Garden Mole and Vole Repellent is available at independent garden centers and hardware stores all over the Triangle. You'll find Imos Garden at Hudson's Hardware in Garner and Clayton, and at Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh, of course, at uh, 
at the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena. Look for I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent in the Big Orange Bag or the Hose End Sprayer. Put an end to moles and voles in your garden with I Must Garden all all of the repellents for squirrels or or uh, snakes or dogs or cats, and of course the uh, best-selling deer repellent and rabbit repellents from I Must Garden. 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're uh, we're back. <laughs> We're back on WTTF for the weekend gardener. Rufus is rummaging around. We have some we have some really nice bags that are made out of uh, was it nylon material, some type of synthetic material that have uh, the WPTF logo. You'll find them. I think we have been giving them away at uh, remotes and and things. Rufus just can't get enough of them. These have little prizes in them, and we found one. We found a couple with uh, flashlights. Curtis Media flashlights in it. Uh, so, and there was one with a frisbee. I couldn't interest Rufus uh, with one with a frisbee in it. Now look here, this light works, even folks. Mercy. That's good. Yeah, it works. All right. That's what Edison said. <laughs> so, so you got uh, you got your bag. Are you happy? And I'm happy now. Nelson's. Nelson's got one. Nelson, y'all got a big deal, a couple of big deals going on in, in Fuqua Varina. Yeah, right? the Fuqua Varina um, Garden Club has their um, garden tour, 10 gardens, and there are representatives at um, the Garden Hut selling tickets for the two-day tour, today 10 to 5 and tomorrow 1 to 5. And we have Lily's Food Truck, the most authentic uh, Mexican food around this side of town i am telling you it is fabulous so she's out on site from 10 30 till 2 and um gosh again you can visit the most colorful place in fuquay and go go on a garden tour all kinds of good stuff good gail is with us gail good morning good morning yes ma'am how, how are I you today question about rose rosetta disease and uh -oh. about a uh, butterfly bush yeah. Rosetta. Okay, it looks like my knockout rose has a stem, and I thought it was new growth. But I looked up on the website, and I think it's called Rose Rosetta Disease. Yeah, a well, witch's broom. It, it, it's kind of odd shapes for yes. for the leaves and for the buds and for the stems. and, and it's uh, Looks like a piece of raw liver. Right. That is is that uh, airborne? Does I know mites have something to do with it, and uh, I don't know if if there's some other pathogen in there, Nelsa, that that causes this. But you you need to when you get that, you need to get rid of the plant, right? Is that still what the horticulturists are telling us? Uh, yes. Um, once you get it, it it pretty much is is very tough to combat um if you are able to notice like the very first signs and see just one stem you may be able to carefully and um prune it out but but most of the time it's too late so you just have to pull them out carefully and make sure you 
you know, sterilize your, your shovels and pruners and things of that nature. So to prevent um, this horrible um, issue with roses, the rosetta, um, it's all about keeping your your roses on a um, high fertility rate, keeping them as healthy as possible, as well as, um, you know, unfortunately, but um, like a chemical regiment, um even if you're doing organic practices, I mean, that's the whole point is to prevent this pest from um, inoculating uh, this virus into the rose. So if you're able to do that, then you're not going to have the rosetta. So it's it's a little bit of a chore, a little bit of work. Um, kind of my suggestion at this point in my life is, sure, I enjoy a rose. Um, I love the fragrance. I love the beauty. Um, so whether it's a knockout or a hybrid tea, I'm going to probably say, eh, I'm going to put three in my garden that I know I can keep control of and, um, you know, manage and, and prevent this uh, rosetta from getting into the plant. Now, are there associated plants that, that might also pick up this this pathogen, this disease, uh, if we decided to plant something there? Um, there shouldn't be. Um, th- there are other plants that can get... Um, uh, which is brooms from from other host plants or from possibly other pests, but this is pretty pretty specific to the rose family. Um, so, you know, if you extract that plant, uh, get all the debris off site, um, and again, do a good planting mix for whatever you plant. Say, like if you were going to plant uh, butterfly bushes in in its place you're not going to get rosetta on your butterfly bush. You might get spider mites, which is totally different, but mm-hmm. um, just keeping a healthy environment, um, in the nutrition up and good soil, um, getting it, you know, root established um, is, is going to be beneficial to, to really any type of plant you're putting in the ground, mm-hmm. which gives you a greater appreciation for our farmers. Usually people ask when they are found out that they're going to have to replace that plant or get rid of this plant that they they put in the ground so because it had so many roses you know so much Mm -hmm. color what can they put in the ground to replace it that would have a lot of this at least spring color like the roses yeah so as i mentioned um, butterfly bushes and now that we have um the um opportunity to plant um more compact or more say the same size as as a rose bush um they're not just like you know what we had 20 years ago where they were you know getting six feet eight feet tall and um, they're very tolerable of being pruned Um, they provide the same amount of color really um, if not even brighter than than some of the roses so i i'm a i'm i'm a candidate uh, or i'm proposing uh, butterfly bushes are great they can handle the sun they can handle the heat um, plus, you get the attraction of um, of butterflies. And I got to tell you, Gail, this is it Pugsley? Pugster. Pugster. The, these have, uh, what, to get about waist high or higher? Um, I would say waist high for some of them and then possibly a little higher. And again, you can prune them yeah. and keep them kind of curtailed. But, uh, but the, the flower pod massive. there is is really really big and you also get the fragrance and then like i say the nature the the pollinators and the butterflies and the the humming moths and so it's it's they're magical yeah well i had a rosetta four or five years ago and pulled that baby out of there everything i could and i put in that hole tall flocks 
And well, there's nothing going to destroy tall flies. Except powdery mildew. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a cool spring and a lot of rain. Yeah. It's funny. They, they, uh, I don't seem to have that anymore. Yeah. I wonder why. Uh, you uh, mean the, the flocks? The, are there new versions that won't get that? Oh, he's got flocks all over the place. Yeah, i got flocks everywhere. I think it's the, the greatest flower because you can get three bloomings a year. Yeah. How about that? Gail, does that help you? About, you're talking about butterfly bush. Okay, I cut one back early last fall. I cut it severely. Maybe it has a maybe half an inch from the ground up. <laughs> and it's died. It didn't come back. Do you think maybe I cut it too much? You, you did. You did. And did she cut it at the wrong time? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to trim in the fall, I probably wouldn't cut more than a third of a an established plant back uh, just to, you know, keep it whatever kind of manicured or aesthetic for your holiday season. But, um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't cut more than a third back. Um, and, again, you, you, you know, if you get a butterfly bush that um, is only going to get three foot, four foot, three to four foot range or, or two to three foot range, um, you shouldn't have to prune it back hard um you know possibly just you know a little bit of small trimming six to eight inches something like that um would be perfectly fine um the other thing is um when you cut it back that hard like you like you did which some people will do their large ones that way um we had that week at christmas we had a lot of rain um so it it just that moisture and that cold go down into the stem and then that that kind of kills the root so that would be a reason not to prune back that hard i guess that's the same scenario as a uh lantana oh absolutely <laughs> yes ma'am yeah we oh yeah yeah we definitely don't touch <clears throat> ours till usually um late march um I usually wait for the green to start coming up before I. We've done. They that. don't look good, so you got to be careful where you plant them. That's right. Um, we we used to do that, but now the plant has has been in the ground about sixteen, seventeen years. So, <laughs> so it's got a massive yeah. root system. So we we start cleaning it up uh, in March, and mm-hmm. uh, and then the green will follow. Right. Very good. Does that help, Gail? It did, uh, but uh, that one stem, I can't cut that. I just need to take the whole rose bush up, right? I, that I, rose if I were you, I would get rid of the yeah. whole thing. I think eventually it will affect the yeah. whole plant. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably your favorite yeah. rose. Yeah. Good maintenance. I mean, we fertilized it, we sprayed it, so what else? Uh, well, it just, there's nothing. It just depends on what kind of spray and when you're doing it. Um, and if you're rotating and, you know, if you're fertilizing every three weeks um, and not using like an agriculture fertilizer, but a slow release fertilizer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like the bare three in one or all in one? There, there is that. There's bonide products. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I like the Espoma. Um, for for feeding the roses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Gail. Appreciate you calling. Bye. Uh huh. Bye. You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow to plant your roses or whatever you're thinking about today, like Billy and his his uh, purple <laughs> rose, you're helping the environment when you um, get that bag and use it in the soil and and the process that's used uh, to make black cow helps to repurpose manure 
so it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black Cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture, too. Your lawn and uh, flower beds and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with Black Cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and Black Cow. For more details, check out their website. It's blackcow.com. And as Ann used to tell us, it's those uh, cows can't spell very well, so it's K. O-W, but they do the best they can. And uh, Lord knows we, uh, we certainly repurpose manure every, every week here on the Weekend Garden. So <laughs> buy some black cow and support the effort. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here in WPTF. It's 948. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Right, we're back on WPTF at 951-919-860-9783. You know, Permatil, something's, something's gnawing at the, the roots of your plants, you say. Huh? Ooh, Permatil can help. It's a... Uh, it's that North Carolina native pine vole. Ann used to talk about uh, she, she could uh, get them all day with uh, putting a little pot over uh, the holes, and you'll find the little holes here and there, and put a mouse trap with some apple or something in it <laughs> under the pot, over the hole, and she can catch them all day. But uh, if you want to prevent them, use Permatil. They're very, very persistent. They're little field mice kind of, and under – underground they feed on roots year-round those expensive plants that you put in the ground uh, and uh, a very very effective way of keeping voles out is permatil's vole block barrier and that's permatil uh, basically in smaller bags and has great directions for uh, over 30 years permatil vole block has been used to exclude voles and improve soil and they've advertised on wptf uh, about that whole time Permatil is used by botanical gardens, landscapers, nurseries, and home gardeners. Follow the Permatil Vole Block guidelines. That's important on permatil.com or voleblock.com. Permatil, sold at independent garden centers and select bulk distributors. Permatil.com. Hey, Steve is back. Hey, Steve, what's, uh, what's going on? Have you finished working in your garden already? Well, no, I'm not finished. I'll... D- do you ever get finished working in a garden? Uh, no, I just put it off. <laughs> well, no, you guys were talking about the the uh, ice cream beads. Yes. They're called dipping dots, and they're like tang. They oh. developed as part of the NASA program for the astronauts. It was a one of those research accidents where somebody was freeze-drying ice cream to put in the... Uh, uh, shuttle. I mean, in the uh, you know, for the astronauts to eat, uh-huh. and these things came out and stayed solid for a lot longer than ice cream does. So you, you see them in the malls. They, of course, malls don't hardly exist anymore, but the they stay colder longer, and they they're actually freeze dried ice cream is what it is. So how do you eat it? Do you you eat it in a bowl or? 
they serve it in a bowl and you eat it like a, with a spoon like you do regular ice cream. Uh-huh. But it is, uh, it, it used to be when they had it at the malls, you could get, they had like five or, different, five or six different uh, flavors and you could get a scoop of each in there and make a, like a, you know, those, those things you used to go to the, you, you go to the soda fountain and you just squirt a little bit in every cup. <laughs> yeah. You get a mixture of the Dippin' Dots and get a really good flavor out of wow. it. Wow. You know, I just never noticed them when I'm... Yeah, well, they've been around since the 60s. Wow. How about uh, that? Like I said, it came out of the research for the astronauts. Just like a lot of things that we use every day. Wow, well, thanks, okay. thanks for that little trivia point there, Steve. Well, they're in the ice cream section over at the farmer's market. Yeah, and you can't buy them in grocery stores. They so they're at the uh, market bakery? Right. Close, they yes. They be made on site. They, they, you can't buy them at a grocery store. Okay. How All about right. that? That's interesting. I'm going to have to try those. Do they have chocolate? I don't, I don't know what flavors they have. I just... I just thought I'd call because I know okay. what you thought, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate it, Steve. <laughs> All right. You Bye. guys have a good day. Yeah. Well, so. now now I'm I'm of knowledge. Yeah, that's that's Thank good. You. That's good. I like to, to know new things. Yeah. Dippin' Dot. By the way, I was at a meeting the other night of the retirement party for my friend from Sampson County, Mr. Allery McCullough. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, who was on the UNC Board of... UNC Board of Trustees for our, our school, the retirement. And several people there mentioned to me that they had listened to the Garden Club. And one of them was my friend Richard Stevens, former county manager, former state senator, yes. and member of the Board of Trustees of UNC. And uh, his wife said, I listen every Saturday. So we have listeners that. that Very distinguished are listeners. Yes. Yeah. You just never know. Who's listening? But uh, the famous and well, when you goof awesome. up, you'll find out real quick. Too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I've, look, there's the cheer wine festival. I've kind of gotten. Past oh my that. goodness! In in Salisbury, yeah. Oh gracious goodness! Oh, I wish I were there. There you go. There are a lot of places you wish you you, you had a chance to go to Wilkesboro for that big race. This yeah. is a historic race that I'm uh, sure uh, the spirit of Junior Johnson is is overseeing. Yeah, I uh, have my. My niece's graduation, which is more important to me because she's a dear. She's a great ballerina. Is she the ballerina? She's the ballerina. That's the judge's daughter. That's the judge's daughter, yes. Judge Wonderful. Robert Harris. Okay. Uh, Linda's brother. Little little Lisa. I mean, little Lucy. Little Lucy. What a great name that is. Is she going to uh, b- ballerina school up north? Or? Well, no. She's decided to go to the U- UNC Wilmington. She's a... An honor uh, a scholar there. They've given her a big scholarship. So thing. ballerina is going to be a sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's great. That's uh, boy, that takes a lot of work, a lot, boy, of, t- when, a lot of talent. Ooh, when they stand on their toes, that that makes me hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think I think we should start doing that. I think during the weekend, Gardner, we should do like uh, <laughs> like Captain Kangaroo and and many others, uh, Bob Keeshan, who. Who sat in that chair right there where Ann used to sit? That's amazing. You interviewed him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, for about two hours. Uh, he, you know, a lot of those shows used to have a little exercise section. So maybe we should 
should stand up, start standing up at some point and maybe flexing a little bit and, and doing some exercise. Rufus, I'll let you do, lead. Do, do the point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we'll, <clears throat> we'll stretch a little bit. It, you know, stretching is, is so good it for you. It is very good for you. Now you find that out as you get older. Ooh, oh, wow. boy, I think I just pulled something. <laughs> <laughs> stretching. Just talking about it. Yeah, so maybe we'll we'll make an, an exercise segment of the weekend gardener. My watch tells me to stand up sometimes. Yep. And so maybe we should we should do that. It's good it's good to get out get off the couch or lying in bed. I don't know how, how you're listening to the weekend gardener right now. You might still be in bed. You need to get out of the bed. <laughs> stretch. Yeah. Go get yourself something to eat. It's stretch so you can garden and not pull anything. Yeah, that's right. Go over there and help, help uh, Billy plant his his rose. So be be helpful today. Help somebody. That's a, that's a that's a great great thing to live by. Rufus, you help well, people I, all I the had time. A, a, we got about thirty seconds. An order came in from a seed catalog yesterday, and I had ordered fifty gladiolus, little tiny mm-hmm. ones. A hundred came. Mm-hmm. So you got hundred holes. To that's get. like our friend Tom Campbell. He's been giving away his daffodils. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He got him a big, big crop of them. I'll God love you. Dig a little Tom. area, 12 by 12, and put like eight of them, 10 of them in there. Yeah. And go to the next spot. Yeah. yeah. Dumped back. Instead of individual holes. Oh, I, that's what I will do. Yeah. All right. We'll be back and contemplate that. Everybody get up and exercise a little bit.